G'day listeners, welcome to another fantastic ep of the Amateur Hour. Well, we have an absolute cracking episode today and I'm so excited to share it with you. Been hanging on to this one for about six weeks. So Craig, you're just about as pumped as me, I'm sure. Uh, we are very excited to talk to the listeners today about the Swan Drafting Cycling Club. Maybe we'll just keep them waiting for a few more seconds as we just yeah mentioned to them our last episode to check that out. It was our nutrition-based episode. We had a very exciting prize giveaway. Do you want to just quickly touch on that with listeners, mate? Yeah, sure, Al. Um, yeah, and uh, good evening. Good to good to speak to you. Yeah, our last episode, fueling for success. Um, we had a prize competition running, uh, supplied by our sponsor, Professional Way, and Glenn Overall was the, the lucky winner. It's um, we know Glenn quite well. I'm very happy to see the prize go to him. It was all very random, and I did. Um, I did post it up on our socials, so there was no um, no funny business going on there. But it was just really good timing too, because also um, I think the weekend following the the release of our um, our episode, uh, Matthew Vanderpool won the Tour of Flanders, and then they um, they posted his nutrition uh, schedule for the for the race, and it just it fit in exactly with what we were talking about in the episode. So a bit of validation for us, and uh, yeah, a great great little prize for for Glenn and for Matthew Vanderpool. Yeah, yeah. So our sponsors, Professional Way, sending him a hundred and thirty-six dollar prize pack this week, full of all goodies that can help his performance and his overall health. And yeah, thanks to them for that amazing prize. And congrats to Glenn. And so excited to see him racing again this winter after what's turning out to be a six-month layoff. So yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good prize for Glenn. The collagen's gonna gonna help him in his recovery from his um, his hip fracture that he's got. So. Yeah, deserved winner. Sweet. So let's hop into the Swannies chat. We have, yeah, two of the mainstays of the bunch. And, yeah, listeners can just hear their journey as it unfolds. It started off with just a couple of them. Um, and then, yeah, they very quickly, yeah, built a culture which is so welcoming. It's what we love about our group as well and, and yeah, really resonated with us as we as we. Well, as I as I chatted to them, so yeah, mate. Just a quick one about the audio for listeners. It is a bit times that low. You will have to turn it up on your dial. Uh, it's the first time with our new equipment, so be patient with us there. But it's so worth tuning in all the way through as we hear, yeah, some some hot tips on how to create a really really welcoming trust culture with your cycling club. Yeah, absolutely. We're really proud of this one. And the um, the similar sort of chat you had with the Dome Coffee Cycling Team, um, another um, group with a really great team culture, and yeah, Swannies just uh, resonate that they're um, a bunch of guys and you know, really care for each other. And you'll you'll see how quickly their their group has grown. Um, it's obviously a testament to to the way they they welcome people in. It's a great chat. Awesome, Swaino. Well. Let's go into it now. Listeners, here's another fantastic episode of the Amateur Hour for you. Tuck in. Welcome to Season 3 of the Amateur Hour, folks. And what a pleasure it is today to be sitting down with Swan Drafting Cycling Club. Forefathers here. I've got Josh Vince and I've got Luke Bartlett. Boys, how are we today? We're good. Pretty Thank, good. Yeah, thanks for having us out. Vincey as well, but <laughs> I get that all the time. Um, but yeah, no, thanks for coming down. We um, yeah, appreciate the podcast. Podcast is good as well. We do listen to it. Um, yeah, so no, thanks for having us, and yeah, good to see you boys. Cheers, legend. Yeah, um, you boys just uh, you set such a high standard across Perth with your bunchies and any any kit, just quietly, um, and just the way that you guys roll and. So much uh, of your culture I want to, you know, delve into today. Um, yeah, behind that very impressive kit is, um, yeah, a very, very big heartbeat. And, um, yeah, let's let's delve in. So let's kick off at the very beginning. Let's go back a long time ago to 2016, mm. um, before Mo's were worn by every man between 20 and 25. And, uh, <laughs> I don't uh, think I could grow one then. For <laughs> those who could and can and, um, yeah, back when the Feral Brewery was the biggest brewery on the on the destination for a bike ride, and poor uh, Death Valley was um, on the Life in the Palo podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, mate, 
talk us uh, about the very, very uh, beginnings. Yeah. Um, basically, yeah, 2016 was there was a few of the boys. One of the guys integral to really starting up the club was um, Bart, or we know him as Bomb. Um, and a few other lads that we used to play footy for at CBC. Those other boys are actually still playing footy, um, which is fantastic. Uh, for myself, I finished up playing footy around then, 2016, and, yeah, was just looking for something to, to do that I was physically able to do, really. I was pretty bashed up from, uh, from footy and not much fan of running nor swimming, and the boys were riding around on a bike, and that looked pretty fun. So, um, I'd yeah, got managed to find a 600 bucker Scott and yeah jumped in and wore the baggy jerseys and the ill-fitting shoes and probably short socks and the whole rest of it and looked terrible but got out there and uh, we enjoyed it and yeah we it was interesting we the few of the boys who were still playing footy they went back to playing footy so obviously that really cut down and then um yeah for our numbers and then Oh, through a couple of friends of friends who joined uh, for probably, I think, a good two and a half years there. It was a bit of a two-man peloton of myself and one of my mates, uh, Wombat, Ash Shepherd, who's moved back to Melbourne, um, with other people sort of swanning in between and coming and going. And when, Luke, we would have got you on organically and unintentionally yeah. through Pedal Mafia shop rides. but Yeah, I think I met Bomb on the PM Thursday roll. 2018-ish? Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. Um, he was able to get us free tickets to the footy, so got his head <laughs> team pretty quickly. And, yeah, started joining on a couple of the Swans rides from there. Yeah, so it was good. Our peloton pretty much grew from two to three. Two to three. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we had a lot of ill-fated attempts of joining bunchies. Yes. Uh, yeah. We would rock up. As far, I like Wombat and myself. Oh, well, we, yeah, when we could find him, which we'd be like, all right, I'd take a turn and go, okay, we're going to jump on the TBE Osborne Park Saturday loop. It starts at this time at this place and we'd get there and there's no one there. And we're like, okay. And so we just, you know, like everyone in Perth, jump on a river loop, jump on the back of people. We've, you know, ridden with all sorts. And, yeah, and then I think halfway through maybe 2019, just all of a sudden, you know, we had a nice little core of, say, five or six um you know we had you know kalana which we affectionately call him keith uh, james fannin um and then wombat and one of our other mates bush really every now and then we probably got to five or six but then organically something just clicked and i don't know what it was but we just went gangbusters and yeah we got to all of a sudden like over a dozen and then it was just word of mouth friend of a friend someone would come and here we are now and on a Wednesday it's uh you know we, we're getting over 30 for sure definitely every time yeah. um we've got a little group there's a hundred and something members in it you could say yeah. and yeah often enough we'd see someone at least once a year at least so yeah don't be shy man yeah it's great mm. you've got 120 odd members mm. and you say that you've got 100 active members as well um yeah, yeah. Be, be close too yeah and your bunchy is you know well known it's a big size and uh Mm. Yeah, you guys are you know, visible and, and we see you guys out there at the races as well. But let's, let's go back to the very beginning. You know, those five or six guys, that's a pretty sweet, sweet group size to be getting around with. And some of those original trips out to Death Valley and yeah. uh, the group, talk about those. Yeah, oh, you know, the five or six crew core guys, you know, you can only do so many river loops as well. So we would try and set up some sort of, I don't know if you'd call them adventure rides or just some nice longer rides. Yeah. yeah. So we'd go to Death Valley. We'd go, you know, and that's just like, it'd be almost like an ultra marathon for us really. <laughs> uh, like it's a day event because it's going to take us that long. And especially it did back then. Um, we'd the go. Big one down to like Pinjarra. Yeah, Dwellingar from Jaradale, which was, yeah, we called the train back and it was, it, and we got it all it rained. We'd, I remember rolling into um, Dwelling Up Pub, yeah, for lunch, and we're there in Halakras, and there's the the locals there looking at us going, you guys are crazy, because it literally was about two degrees, standing in front of the fire, we all get a palmy and a pint of swan, and I think we had a couple of pints of swan, and uh, and off we went, but... 
Did yeah, good. Looking at that venue? Nah, nah, we just were winging it. We had a couple of little stops and winged it, but then character building, it's how you bond. And, you know, it's probably, you know, you don't make better friends, I think, or get to know each other as best when you're, you know, you're beyond hurting and yeah. you're struggling. And I get a nice little sick satisfaction of watching people suffer as well. <laughs> Feel because I'm generally one of the most that is suffering, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, we've had some good ones. You have, mate, and that's that's where the culture started. Um, yeah, it's like, all right, let's do this together. Um, and you've talked about how over the time, you know, say it ramped up a couple of years ago, but all of a sudden you got guys from twenty five to fifty five, um, all across different backgrounds, somehow just all you know merging together and getting along like a house on fire. Yep. To this time now where it's like no we are an open door policy mm. all are welcome mm -hmm. um, how's that how's that come about in the last couple of years since it ramped up in 2019 and then, yeah do you want to talk a bit about how it's just this such a welcoming trusting place mm. i guess i think when it started taking off we were kind of before that we were just doing like a you know six to ten guys peeling off just doing a normal kind of like paceline kind of setup we started doing the rolling turns the whole way and i think the pace went up and then you start attracting like faster cyclists but the slower guys can still kind of hold on the back so that kind of allowed for a big variance in the riders that we kind of had yeah yeah and then you know we've got a uh, i'd like to say and you know no idiots policy but at the same time everyone's innocent until proven guilty so nice. everyone is welcome no yeah. matter what and yeah. we have you know we have a swan wednesday which we picked a Wednesday because it seems to be one of the quieter days in the week. You know, there's not a million groups leaving from Narrows. Um, so we all meet at Raffles and then go up to Narrows and we leave that 15 minutes earlier as well. So we can kind of all get there uninterrupted by any other interfaces or anything like that from Bunchies. Yeah. Um, so it just made it a little bit easier. And so you could just put a face to, or a name to a face. Um, and then through, just having that open door policy it was it just exactly what luke was saying there someone would come once and go hey these guys i don't know for whatever reason we often think i don't know there's nothing special about us but they have a good time they feel welcomed they feel safe um they have a good time riding their bike and they'll tell a mate and then all of a sudden they're literally a part of the furniture and you know, we we're riding yesterday and there's like a couple of guys there. Like we've been doing this one ride sort of just for a month and trying to all get back into it after Christmas. Luke and I were joking about it yesterday and said there's been a solid, there's been three of us and each week there's actually been another three, diff, completely different three who have been tacking on. And and it's been great. And a couple of those guys uh, have probably only been riding with us for a month or two, if that. Yeah. So it's just that to be able to feel comfortable with each other we don't discriminate over anybody or whether you're unbelievably good yeah. or just starting riding yeah. a bike. Yeah. We've been there and it feels like yesterday that we were yeah. there. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's one thing that, you know, for our, for our bunchies and, you know, it's not you're as fast as you slowest, but it doesn't matter if you can't be rolling or if you can't be pulling turns, no one's going to be yelling at you to say, do it or, you know, making you feel pretty crappy at the coffee for not doing so. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. So, you know, it's easy to say at the beginning of the loop, yeah, this is how it is and this is what, but um, your bunch is the safe, one of the safest. Yep. Um, yeah. Out there. And you talk to me a bit about how, well, it's kind of expected that you stop for a brew after a cycle. hundred percent. Yeah. You take your, your sunnies off, you take your helmet off. Yep. And you just like get to know who's behind all that. Yep. And um, once you start to know who it is you're, you're riding with and you care about them, mm. when you are rolling around, as you said, like you don't want to jump, you know, cut in on them. Mm. And uh, if they are struggling, you because you now know who they are, mm. you actually want to just see that they get around mm. and get the most out of that. Yep. Um, so that's that started from the very beginning with your bunch. Yeah. Uh, when you start to probably attract guys from out of footy, yep. different people. Yeah. Um, and this like kind of thing, no, we we want you to jump off the bike at the end and, and come and have a have a yarn. Yeah. And uh, we want to know who you are. Exactly. And for that, like, you know, when we you could say our numbers were first swelling and guys have been 
training at all different stages. So guys have got different levels of fitness throughout the whole year. And like, I have vivid memories of like the Minchin brothers who, especially Anthony at the time, was really training hard for Cape to Cape. He was doing our fast, what we were, well, fast river loop on his mountain bike. And well and truly hot, like rolling through, but at the same time, and we never asked him as well, but would see someone starting to struggle a bit and he would come back and essentially like sit on my wheel, I'll keep you in touch and just things like that, which that just happens organically. Um, it's something that we're very proud of that I think it's it's fantastic. And I do think that it's, yeah, especially with coming to a coffee, getting, you know, putting exactly a, a name and a face to what's going on under the helmet and the sunnies, everyone looks completely different off the bike. Um, and it's just, gets that added care and safety factor and like it's great riding in you know other bunchies whether it's a shop ride where it's some narrows or something like that but, but it's you can tell you don't know that person and the, you just see that their care for you and almost vice versa as well it's it's just zero but yeah pretty much everyone on the swans ride <clears throat> knows probably 90 percent of the other guys there so yeah, that's what drives it, it there yeah there it is so we before we start we just go okay who's ever on for the cruisier ride and we don't call it a slow ride or anything like that. They go a bit shorter in the route. They'll head off. Yeah, so we'll just go, and that could be for whoever it may be, for whatever reason. And there's probably a half a dozen or so. They'll roll out, off they go, and then we'll wait probably five minutes, and we sort of say, yeah, we might have some new faces. And we get random people coming down, and we're like, how do we? Even, how do people even know where we're leaving from? We don't advertise it um, on our Wednesdays. Um but they do, and it's great. And we just say, yeah, a few new faces. This is what we do. We roll around. Probably got a couple of real fast points. We have a coffee at Cheeky Boy. If you can't stay, uh, or if you have to go straight to work, come for a coffee. Otherwise, not so much you're not welcome, but, yeah, we'll probably pull you up on it the next time we see you. Like, hey, come for a coffee yeah. or something. See people just ride off sort of thing. It's, yeah, yeah, we're not about that. But, yeah, it's good. It's good. And it's like, you know, Luke and I have now known each other for what three or four years, really. Yeah. But it feels like we've known each other and a lot of the guys now like, for a lifetime, which is mm. yeah, it's good because it's hard to make friends. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for the mo life back alive. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, look at it. Like, you talk to me about their young dads in the club. Yeah. Um, yeah, heaps. Yeah. So yeah, but life's stressful. You know, um, the bike's an outlet for us and. Um, yeah, so it sounds like to me it's just a in what is a very ego-driven sport as well. Uh, this is a safe place for for a few people and and a few girls. You say as well, jump in. It's a safe place for people to get their fix, but also, um, yeah, just feel like they belong somewhere. Yeah, do you want to? I guess we do. Yeah, we we don't only just hang out on the bike as well. We do a bit of off bike stuff. Like we do some. I guess it's still on the bike, but like every now and then we do a burger ride at night. We yeah. kind of hang out with each other a bit, like might be just a beer after work or something with a couple of the guys, but it's more than just kind of on the bike. You spend a lot of time with the people on the bike, so you kind of get to know them pretty quickly. Yeah, you do. You spend hours. and um, <laughs> You do. You know well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that probably just goes by without actually thinking. You might do three, four rides with a, a core group or one other or something like that in a week, and there's probably almost 10 hours, um, which, you know, it's it's a lot. Um We've, yeah, we always try and we jokingly say, but we are serious at the same time that we've got our little gender diversity KPIs that we're trying to <laughs> get a female or as any females into our little bunchy, which is great. We sometimes do. Um, and yeah, so that's what's saying that everyone's welcome. Um, the support that we have for each other, you know, it goes a long way because life is stressful. Life is hard um, for everyone for many reasons. Um, you know, I've, saying to you the other day oh it's personally helped me out over a pretty tough time the last two years um and without you know it just it sounds pretty corny but without the boys and a lot of support in this sort of environment um things life would have been even harder so it's uh something there to be able to jump on the bike and whether it's by yourself or with a group it doesn't matter um it's a nice little way to digest life and clear your head if that may be before you get home to the family or before you get home by yourself and it's it's good and we're we're always there for each other and whether it's networking whatever it may be but the nice little community friendship support that we have for each other um 
which I reckon I could count, you know, numerous different instances of cases that we've been able to reach out to each other and it's definitely helped. Yeah. 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 Uh, nice work. For it. Mm. Yeah, we see it and um, it's nice to get you to share it today. Mm. All right, lighten it up a little bit here. We've got this kit, all right? There's something about your club that just shines <clears throat> above all of shit. Shines, shines over so many clubs in Perth, and it's just a kid. Um, geez, there's been a few, uh, it's like a um, Sons of Anarchy series, you know, it just keeps coming and gets better and better and better. Always funny. Um, there's been a few head turning versions, um, from the very beginning until last year's Tour of Margaret River version. Yeah, um, talk a bit about your relationship with Little Mafia, um, and you know, how it's evolved from there. Um, so that honestly probably been a good little catalyst for our club to organically grow. It was, you know, that roughly the time of 2019. The boys have always, PM boys have always made our kit for us. Um, Jay and Mitch, when Anthony was working there as well, and, the, and their whole crew, and they've been fantastic in helping us out with, you know, whatever it may be. They've never said no to us. Yeah. Uh, happy. For one kit, we had like a custom number on each person's jersey. Yep. Yeah, so that's one like gold. 40 or 50 yeah, gold, yeah. unique jerseys for them to print. Yeah. And they did it. And the boys, don't know, and like we just, oh, you know, without yeah. actually thinking about the afterthought. Yeah. <laughs> but we're like, oh, they've had to screen print this, you know, well, print it however they do it. Yeah. Individually for however many jerseys. And yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, the, the Pedal Mafia boys have been great friends to us and, you know, we are, we try and do a monthly order through them, um, whether it's new people. We try and have our Swan Wednesday now as uh, our white jersey Wednesday. So because yeah. we're going, oh, there's a lot of people riding on this Wednesday and, you know, we are one club. Let's try and look at least like a club once a week. Um, and it has to kind of slow down on jersey designs because yeah there's kind of 20 different variants you could order there's once. yeah and you'd see all of them on a in a bunch and they're all our jerseys we're like, oh, you know we look like the colors of the rainbow but we tried to yeah level it down and get our you know our white swan white jersey on a wednesday and then all the rest of our kits have just been iterations of guys own designs um you know, we try and do a little th throwback and a shout out to like our our Belgi, which is yeah. Talk a bit about that, mate. So, oh, I'll chuck it to Luke. It's his brain. Baby. Yeah, I guess the Belgi is just probably the best national kit. So we just wanted to put, do our own little spin on it. Chuck Swan Drafting Cycle Club through like a Google Translate. Flemish, chuck the Dutch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Chuck the Dutch words on there. They didn't sound very good. So then we just kind of like chose some words that kind of sounded a lot better. <laughs> I think it loosely yeah. translates to something that's not quite right. <laughs> Which but is us. It's a very good jersey. Um, we grabbed like the swan from the WA. Yeah. Like 150, 150 years. Year yeah, the heritage. And, like, change the colors around on that. So yeah, cool. it's like a nice little twist of like WA and yeah, it is. the yeah. cycling history. Which we've had... Um, people from you know all walks and i'd like to say luke durbridge who's shouted out to us on our instagram saying that's the best jersey i've ever seen boys and we got one we got one made up for him and we had a little bilgy ride with him which we kept it you know off the socials yeah. um but over the christmas break he's like yeah lads and we we've had this for two years trying to get it across to him and he, you know, he's address overseas and then here and then COVID and then finally over the Christmas break, he's like, boys, I'm here. Let's get this Belgian ride going. And we just did a cruisy river loop and had coffee at Cheeky Boy, which is where we go. And, yeah, he, him and Freebie and Matt Maybe Burton, better. were, they came along and we're all just, you know, starstruck kids, <laughs> really. <laughs> and that was awesome, though. And that's like cycling. It's kind of one of the, you know, we've all come from, or a lot of us have all come from different sports and it's the only sport that you can actually rub shoulders with the pros yeah. on doing what you're doing. Yeah. Like you're not going to go down the footy and have a kick with Josh Kennedy or, yeah. you know, some of the Gun Eagles players. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, in all those sorts of things. But you can easily go and ride your bike and you'll be riding up, up the freeway footpath with whoever, one of the pros. Yeah, well, they come from, like, Deb's come from a world which is just... You know, if you haven't even been a part of it, you don't understand it. And no. it's just like yeah, brutal. It's wild. Hmm. So, yeah, to come home and uh, just really lighten up and, and do that, like, hmm. he was looking forward to that. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was cool. We, uh, 
weren't expecting it and yeah it was awesome so and for us who are all pretty new to cycling a lot of us about like you know five years or so um yeah we're all pretty excited so yeah that was cool yeah sweet um yeah and then yeah moving to last year's well first of all you had the yeah, we'll talk a bit about racing but the kit yeah last year so do you want to talk about the, the purple kit before we get to the the pistol is the top of the wind kit first. Oh, no, that, so that wasn't ours. Yeah. That wasn't ours. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, a couple of boys do have that. That was a Street X yeah. and, and, yeah. and, and Pedal Mafia collab, which for us, we're fortunate enough to know both of those guys, Dan from Street X yeah. and obviously Jay and Mitch and that from Pedal Mafia, <clears throat> through guys within our group, know both of the, the guys all pretty well. So through Futura Margs, we... Um, looking for some sort of small sponsorship to be able to, you know, either subsidise the cost, the kit. You know, we've got a tent made up, a team tent made up. So one of the boys, um, Luke Chan, reached out to Dan and said, can you, are you, have you got any thoughts of being able to sponsor or contribute some way? And, um, yeah, I'll let Luke did a lot yeah. of the dealings with the design and everything. So Yeah, yeah so I guess we just sent them a bit of a brief. Um, I think we, we, met, we met him on a ride, had a bit of a chat. Yep. Send them a bit of a brief. Said we wanted it to be really loud, and they delivered on that. Um, <laughs> I think that was that was really only like a few iterations. They we sent it back yeah. a couple of times yeah. and ended up with something really cool. Um, so we're talking about last year, aren't we? Yeah. So, so we're talking about Margaret River. Margaret, Margaret River, right? um, incredible destination near yep. the ocean. Yep, near the ocean, and so we, we you know, we had three teams, so it was eighteen guys and now we've opened it up to the rest of them so there's there's a heap of these kits getting around so we yeah we said we wanted it to be loud and stand out um and exactly what luke's saying there he delivered we fell off our chairs when we first saw it and i think everybody has done since um but yeah dan said yeah we're gonna with his design he said i want to replicate and you know really appreciate wa margaret river and a beautiful area that it is um let's look for the ocean because it's fantastic there and let's uh go from a a color scheme that's gone from light to dark and that's essentially being from you know the shallows of the ocean going down into the deep dark depths which is down to the legs and it's a uh yeah symbolizing going into the deep and into yeah. the red essentially when you're riding and he said that's what i hope you boys are doing down in margs when you're racing and you're going deep and going to give it your all and he threw in all sorts of sea creatures and everything that you find in the ocean so You'll see us riding along. We have a laugh that the, the boys that are riding the large and extra large bids have got two tuners on their backside where the small guys have only got one. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it's just – and it's got, yeah, got all these sea creatures and angry, strong creatures that are, are in the Couple sea. shark jaws. Which is yeah, good. which he said, this is how I want you guys to race. Race aggressively, race, go deep. And I don't know, you could probably say that we did that. We had a couple of guys – uh phil our irish doctor he won you know stage two big ollie won stage three jimmy yeah. tyndall and angus got podiums so we walked away at actually a successful campaign um and it was great fun so yeah the boys at street x dan designed t-shirts for us as well um and then the boys at pedal mafia there we'd have to massive thanks to them with helping and supporting us we don't put any mark up on our kit anything that we do make we throw it back into the club and yeah either make more kit or um make a tent or something like that yeah mate. yeah yeah whatever whatever you're getting is going straight into yeah. what you've got yeah um and yeah no it was just an <clears> awesome <throat> flavor um and we'll get on to um yeah i mean with true of mark last year we saw you guys you know with that and brightening up the the uh, you know environment, but also um, just the way that you guys raced was like you had so much pride mm. in the way you raced last year and the way yep. you raced in general. Yep. Um, and as another lad of your club, because like, okay, so it's this environment where we just you know we meet up during the week and just you know like you said, just uh, decompress from what's going on in life and have a rip around the river. But then racing is different. Like racing, mm. is, I don't know. It's like you know game on yep um it's brutal so yeah just uh last year you did have a great event yep um and how was the how does the club see the racing because not all your members do nah first year 2020 you had one team last year you had three teams yep yeah coming out of it how was it yeah yeah i think it was a really good weekend it was like great to have three teams we're all in different grades which is good as well um a lot of people's kind of like first big 
multi-stage kind of race. Um, I think in general with the Swans racing, there's no point paying a race fee and having a license if you're just going to like sit at the back of the bunch. So most of us will kind of give it a bit of a dig. We don't like sitting at the back unless you're already kind of cooked and you're just trying to get around. But I think, yeah, most of the guys who put a jersey on for the Swans kind of want to race, which is really great. We'll have a crack. We try and say that we don't die wondering. We try and animate it, whether it's vocally, ability-wise. We generally don't really get too many results during during so. But we, you know, last year we kind of did. You know, I've mentioned Phil before, Angus, a um, few new lads as well, Dean, Lockie, yeah. Keith. Young yeah, and and cross that we we're racing masters. We we're racing the open races. Um, yeah, all all everywhere. And so we try and. Race as a team, look after each other. It's something that we're obviously like consi- well, consistently trying to work on. It's hard. It's like you watch a race and um, it might not look like there's much going on, but the tactics and the, the team strategy, you could say, and what to do and when to do it and timing and all the rest of it. For us, a lot of us, you know, it's a massive learning curve still, but we're, we're trying to, um, and it's good. Yeah, and then aside from the road, there's a bunch of us that are now kind of doing the cross season. Yeah. which is a lot of fun. So we'll probably have five this year, five or six. Yeah, at least. More. And there's probably about at least a dozen guys that will do seven this year. So pretty Numbers. good yeah. cross-discipline. Um, yeah, and the guys, there's there's a lot of the boys that get some very like decent results just purely as well from um, previous sporting lives. Like Phil was a rower in Ireland. Uh, like Vaughny, who's a cross superstar, the up yeah. and coming, who's like a triathlon beast. Um, and yeah, and then big crabs like me, <laughs> me and Luke, but <laughs> there to make up the numbers. Let's take a breather there and we'll come back and there's uh, plenty more we want to talk about. Cool. So, yeah, let's crack another beer a second. Beautiful. Let's take a minute and have a quick chat about our sponsors. Season 3 of the Amateur Hour is proudly supported by Professional Way. I've personally been a customer for 10 or so years, and whether it's been strength training in the gym or cycling training, the body needs to be fueled correctly to get the most out of your performance and recovery. At Professional Way, they are committed to being a totally clean, pure sports nutrition company. No artificial ingredients added, no fillers, just pure product. At the heart of Professional Way is a passion to see clean sports nutrition being utilised alongside the nourishment of organic whole foods. Check out the range online at www.professionalway.com.au. Use the code Professional Way for free shipping to an Australian address on your first order over $100. Here's a quick chat with Joe from Lakes Bikes on how he likes to approach New Bike Day. Whether or not they buy a bike at that time, even if they walk out with no bike, it's more also helping educate them on, on maybe a few options and what styles of bike will suit their needs. Um, give them time to think about those, those options as well. Um, and then we also focus on, on bike fitting. So really important of style of bike that's gonna suit their needs. Uh, following that, making sure correct frame size and, and they're set up right on the bike. So for you know, we love cycling. We want, we want everyone else to love cycling and, you know, for years to come. Cool. Well, cold beer in hand. Mm. We're just going to delve into the uh, online space here and talk about our the club's website. Boys, it's an absolute, yeah, terrific um, space for, you know, swan drafting. And... Yeah, talk a bit about it, Luke. It's been your baby and, and how it's grown. And yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I guess it really started just because it's really hard to compile a bunch of orders from people transferring money into a bank account to order <laughs> from Pedal Mafia. So we figured it was easier taken out of away from being like that, um, put it into like a more formal thing, have a proper shop. So then it was just about kind of now that we've got a shop website, we may as well kind of fill it with a bit of info. Um, so we've kind of got 
all the all the kit that people can buy um, that we cut and order maybe once every month or two. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then we've got a bit of info about the rides, a bit of info about racing. We chucked a race calendar up there that compiled all the Peel, Rouchards, Masters races on there for last season. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much just that. A bit of a face for the Swans. So we got the swandrafting.cc URL, which is legitimizes us. A bit. <laughs> and we're registered in the... Yeah, so we also yeah, so we're a registered club now with Cycling Australia. So all, all the guys that race race under the swans. Um, people can that join really as like ride members. So yeah. Yeah. So and that's one of the things that we, you know, we try and push on as well mm. with insurance and safety. And we're like, yeah, you can be you don't have to be a race member. You can be a ride member that covers you for your third party insurance. Um, and that's something that we definitely try and encourage. And at the same time, the club gets a little kickback. And that, you know, essentially that just pays for our Company Shopify shop account and, yeah. yeah, our website. So, yeah. yeah. Worth the initial flog, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It just makes it a lot easier for us. It saves a lot of time. Yeah. Like, you don't have to go back and count if people are paid for their kit and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Export the orders. Easy for PM, easy for us. Yeah. 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 And now, yeah, you know, it's probably we were doing a, you know, a two-month sort of kit rollout um, yeah. with orders, but it's, yeah, well and truly a lot more regular than that now. Three yeah. to four weeks with new people coming, a nice array of kits and probably soon to... We started know, being able to carry some of our like our white jerseys, so now we've got a couple in stock so people can grab them when they start because oftentimes people join and want to race straight away, so then we've got a jersey for them to wear straight away. Important. Yeah, we try and have a race jersey and whether it's, you know, we try and look to see who's racing, whatever race that week is, um, and then go, okay, kind of do a call out. All right, has everyone got this jersey? This has, jersey, this jersey. Yeah. yeah, what's the most common? And uh, and we'll just roll out that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so you got the, uh, <clears throat> the website there, and um, then there's the other side of it. You got the Instagram yeah. page as well. Yeah. And there's actually, uh, like, they're so different, but they um, <laughs> they can't work without each other. So here we go. We've got the, all right, we're getting the jerseys and the money coming through, and we've got the information. But then also, we need to also advertise. Um, Who's riding for us and what's happening yep. week to week? And uh, Josh, talk, yeah, talk a bit of tripe. Yeah, talk some tripe, which I'm like to say that's Fluent a blessing. In. Yeah, fluent in. Um, no, the world. Well, that's one of the things we like to have a laugh, whether on the bike, off the bike. We've got not discriminating to anybody, we've got some extremely colourful characters within the bunch. And that's actually one of the things, you know, with team sport and whatever sport that you may be, cycling, especially with people getting on in life, and, you know, 30s or whatever it may be age-wise, there's some absolute characters out there. And I love that. Um, and in doing so, like to probably... Uh, yeah, likes to play to their strengths and their colourfulness. Um, Michael Bushby. Weaknesses sometimes. Yeah, weaknesses as well. Um, you know, there's a couple of guys there. Mike Bushby is one of the, you yeah. know, he just provides material for us weekly. He said, stop giving me a hard a time. Pest. And I'm like, well, stop providing <laughs> the material. Um, but, yeah, we, we like to just try and keep the Instagram page very, very lighthearted. Celebrate if we have any wins or such like that or if any big events or whatever it may be, semi-serious side to it. Um, last year we had our tour marks. We thought we have to get our kit out there and just show people kind of what we're going to be doing before we're racing. And we'll tell people who, who is racing for us and, and who they are. And, you know, um, I like to say everything was true written about all those people. Um, so if listeners don't know, basically there were three teams last year. Yeah. And uh, there was a write-up. Yeah. All three teams. Yeah. And a write-up for each and a, sorry, right up for each individual cyclist. Yep. With per a, team. A photo. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So we had one of our very good friends, Tim Budge, who's got the Instagram ha handle of photo, photo de Corsa. Photo de Corsa. Fantastic photographer, fantastic bloke, and friend uh, to many cyclists, and but to us as well. Um, he was absolutely a champion um, to do a little photo shoot for us. And so we did a little up the coast river loop ended up in City Beach and him and his brother followed us in the car um, and uh, Budgie just, yeah, went along, took some fantastic photos. And there's a photo of us coming from 
Uh, like I didn't even think of it at the time. We're coming over the from the coast to west to east, going over Grant oh, Strait, and it's coming up out of the ocean. And there's all of us in our Aquaman kit, <laughs> and it just looks unreal, like we're coming out of the ocean. And the Irishman's market. And right. yeah, and then we've got <laughs> Phil, and yeah, the just yeah, just absolute unreal. We got you know, riding going along, uh, Cottesloe, like Pete Minch, who's one of the, you know, our elder statesmen, but he's one of the absolute best and we love him. And he's taken off the helmet, he's wearing a headband and he's in the drops and we've just got this fantastic photo of him. And yeah, we ended up at uh, in City Beach and it was pretty much like, boys, I want to get a photo of everybody and I want to do a write up and introduce everyone to, uh, to the world, to our probably five followers, which two of them are luke and i um <laughs> uh and yeah so we said you do a pose and we have seen a lot of like quick step do it in in their racing lead ups and it's just these unbelievable awkward terrible photos poses. terrible and when you got michael morkov and all these guys Ilya Kiso, your man tinder clerk doing these like poses to a camera you can just tell they don't want to be doing it but it's great and they're having a laugh and we're like let's kind of try and channel that and we're in a park in city beach and we're like all righty oh boys just give us your best pose and that's it and so we just stood there took a photo and everyone just did something whatever felt good at the time and then yeah it just went away and um yeah like our kit was very out of control our team names were also out of control just black red and white down yeah. south yeah. um and it was just irony. And shout we, out Geordie's pose. Yeah, Geordie's. He was very hesitant. To he, do yeah, so. his, uh, his, school his school principal, Catholic primary school, didn't want to do it. And then so he's where's like, this photo going? Yep. And then he's like, okay. And he just ripped out this awesome pose and it just like cracked us up laughing. Once he got the green light internally. Yeah. Yep. No he saw everyone. He saw 15 blokes. Dan from Street X came. We were like, Dan, you need a. We gave him his own post. And there's a big thank you. He's almost like our unheralded mascot. And yeah, we just made it lighthearted, uh, made it a laugh. Um, and I just had great pleasure of sitting back, writing up everyone's little bios and profiles and, and uh, yeah, collecting and collating all the photos. Listeners, do yourself a favor. We'll share whatever we need to share so you can see this. But um, yeah, you'll need to go and have a look at it because it's, yeah. It's a bit crass in some areas, um, but yeah, a bit of blue, awesome. bit, of, natural. bit of blue language here and there, but. <laughs> It just unveils, unveils the squad in, in yeah, yeah. The right fashion for the big event. Yeah, yeah, um, it's it's good. We we probably we have it as you know we uh, we need to make it a bit more. We'll try and post more. Um, we need to we you know going forward we would like to get our weekend rides and other rides which we have like a nice Monday recovery and all this other couple of rides of weekend stuff. And we want to you know incorporate our Instagram as that as well as a bit of a platform of information not just carry on no, that's it you, you just keep moving forward and tweaking and yeah um personally in my research for this body um i came across as i said to the wombat one uh, <laughs> well he's honestly wombat is you know he's one of if not yeah one of the nicest guys around he's got the hairiest legs going around refuses to shave them um but that was a commissioned piece yeah it was. So, so we yeah. we reached out he this was not just like a, a <sighs> wasn't was. so yeah this this is this is where our hard earned goes back to you know a twelve dollar <laughs> cameo to a uh another instagram handle look for it harrowing films <laughs> so yeah uh, wombat is you know he's one of the greats um he's there he's an absolute pillar he's an absolute legend we love him um, then, yeah, he's made the trip back east and just gone over with his partner living in Melbourne. Um, so it was sad to see him go, but at the same time, uh, it was very entertaining to give him a proper farewell. And, yeah, we tried to throw in a few bits and pieces there, and there's a, a cracker video there of the Harrowing Films doing a cameo and a shout-out to Farewell Wombat, <laughs> which is an absolute laugh. Yeah, cap off with that one. So, yeah, there we go. Uh, boys, looking forward, um, you've got this really special special club. How are you going to protect it? How are you going to keep it keep it heading in the right direction? Luke? I guess, <clears throat> I don't know, I think it comes from the group ride. We just try and instill the culture of everyone 
getting around each other, getting the coffee after the ride. Everyone kind of knows each other. And then most of the people that join, it's like bring a friend down. So kind of everyone knows what we're all about. Um, yeah, we have our yearly Christmas party. There's a lot of initiation for new members, <laughs> which they were looking forward to. That makes everyone, you know, a part of the inner sanctum once they've gone through that. We saw you guys amazing. Christmas loop this year. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was about 50 or 60 old. Yeah. Um, we were, um, uh, yeah, the Christmas is such a hard time to get everyone together and we did it on a Friday as well and it was just, yeah, uh, unbelievable turnout and faces that we hadn't seen all year and that's kind of probably one of the good things about us that, yeah, we might have this big reach and a core 30, but, you know, we'll still see whoever it might be for once a year or whatever it is. But, you know, we like to say, come for the ride, stay for the friendship. And uh, it does sound corny, but it very, very much is. I think it's just trying to exactly what Luke's saying there. It's a community. Everyone's empowered. It's, you know, Luke and I aren't trying to say, this is what you must do and this is when you must do it. It's, yeah, come to us with ideas. We just want to see the club progressing in whatever way that is. It's new kit, new ideas, races, mm -hmm adventure rides whatever it is it's good fun we like doing it so and we like doing it with our mates so let's let's keep it going and um at the same time keep an eye on what means you know oh, i'd like to say what means to be a swan i'd like to say luke luke and i do have our swan drafting tattoos on our legs <laughs> um but you know we want to keep everyone upright we want everyone to have a good time we want everyone to feel safe and comfortable um, and, and welcomed. So I think just doing what we're doing is, you know, sit down. Don't sit next to the same two people you sit next to every time. Try and get around and go and meet someone. And often you do. You're like, yeah, someone's come down for the first time. They'll come for a coffee and you sit down chat to them. And often finding that a lot of us are working in the same field, know someone that, you know, that we all know or whatever it may be. It's Perth is such a small world and such a small place that and riding your bike, the amount of times you see people that you know and give them a wave and say, hey, we, we ride out on a Wednesday, come along one day. And, you know, then we've got another extra person. That's it, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty unique. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty special what you guys have got. Um, before we, you know, wrap it up here, any thank yous that you want to want to special mentions? Um, we'll give a shout out to Vaughny's plumbing business called Plumbing. Yeah, if you services. need any, uh, if you need your pipes unblocked, <laughs> there's a few other words you could say there, but uh, yeah, Accord Plumbing, Ian Vaughn, hit him up. Um, yeah, we mentioned Bart Thompson, Bomb, Bomber Thompson, he's you know, he he really got the club going, and you know, we he's still playing footy and you know very busy man as well off the bike um we it's great to see him still out there and if it wasn't for him essentially there really wouldn't have been a swan drafting to ever start um and so and then we've naturally keep it on trying to keep going and you know we look at little places like cheeky boy look after us in apple cross there they set up you know we don't even think of it we take it for granted but in the morning we roll in at 6 40 on a wednesday and there's literally all the tables set out for 30 people there and they're ready and they're banging coffees and breakfast out and yeah we don't even think of that but they actually put a bit of a lot of hard work in i think they get in there early for us and yeah it's fantastic the pedal mafia boys and street x um uh specialize in s works if they feel like getting on and sponsoring us we're looking for a bike sponsor. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tony at Lakes, we can probably get to we can talk about something. <laughs> kits. Yeah. Well, that's a P, uh, the PM boys. Uh, who else we got? Who's designing the nineteen eighty five WA State of Origin? Yeah, football jersey. Yeah, John Swan, who designed our Swan riding a bike with a beer in hand. Johnny Aldridge, who did the yeah, Alpino. Um, I guess Mitch and Jay at PM have always yeah. been really helpful. They've kind of accommodated everything we want to do. Yeah. Um, they're now yeah. at Giant Osborne Park as well. Get around to the boys over there. It's like they're helping. Yeah, there's probably three or four of our boys now ride, rolling around on nice new Giants, which is good. And yeah. Yeah. And importantly, the bunchy Wednesdays. Yeah. Just, oh man, I could, 545? we could. Yeah. 545 no. on a Wednesday. No, motorbike, motorbike. car park. We've, uh, we thought we'd go out the back there so we could all roll out together and not try and navigate crossing the road yep. uh, underneath Narrows, and that's worked out well. We've got a slow, slower mid-strength group, as you 
nice yeah. side of their owl, which is yeah. a great way to describe <laughs> it. Yeah. That rolls out. Um, and then we roll out a couple of minutes later for a, a nice, quick, bunchy, finishing that cheeky boy, roughly quarter seven on a Wednesday, come for a coffee and a bit of banana bread and a nice good chat and laugh. And we got the Monday, Monday kind of easy spin, six o'clock at Narrows. Yep. That we just do like a reverse jelly coffee in the city. Yep. And then the Friday, it's a bit less defined. Yeah, so we got some boys roll out with the Pedal Mafia social ride, the North of the River crew, and then, you know, James Fannin at Physio, the P&E lab. If you need any physio work, give Fano a shout. We roll out from his shop in uh, Adderdale and then pick up a few spots along the way at Raffles and Narrows and nice easy one. We generally have a coffee at um, Neighbourhood or um, what's cool, beans. cool Beans. Cool Beans, yeah. On the river and then yeah big shout out to you boys al thanks for having us i know it's great to see perth bunchies like you know all sorts of crew and uh the lakes boys it's great to ride with you guys and race against you guys and have a good laugh and you know get hammered by you boys which is often <laughs> um, yeah yeah we'll try and get there um but yeah it was good to race against you guys on the downing margs it's Again, what I'm mentioning about seeing familiar faces, you got that natural duty of care for each other. And, you know, we're going to be looking out for each other unintentionally, but subconsciously, which, you know, it's, it's great. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Yeah, well said. Yeah, we, um, we love it. We love racing. Uh, and then we turn up and we see your faces and your kit. And, um, yeah, you know, with Ben Mears and yeah. you, know, you guys have raced a fair bit against him with some crits. And, um, yeah, I've known Benny yeah. for a very long time in yeah. previous lives playing yeah. different sport and that, so it's good, yeah. So, uh, yeah, off the mic, you're the dark side to us on race day. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's you, fine. But, uh, yeah, mate, we are just, yeah, stoked to, yeah, chat with, chat with you yep. and, and Josh and just hear why this club has become such a, yeah, heartbeat in Perth, so... um. Thanks, boys. You're doing an incredible job. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Al. Cheers, Craig. Cheers, boys. Season three of the Amateur Hour is proudly supported by Luke and Tony and the team over at Lakes Bikes. Lakes Bike Coburn is one of the biggest and best-looking bike shops in Perth, stocking brands such as Specialised, Colnago, Cannondale, Scott and Felt, as well as a vast selection of accessories and components. Lakes Bikes have your needs covered. In addition, the team offer professional bike fit solutions and a fantastic service department with custom service second to none from the highly experienced staff. Visit them in store for a chat and tell them the amateur hour sent you or browse the online shopping portal at lakesbikes.com.au. Oh, that was, that was cool. What a bunch of boys and congrats to them for what they've created and yeah, listeners, get on board, get on, get involved with the bunchy that they're doing. Join them for a coffee afterwards, and yeah, be a part of what they've built. They're very opening, as you can tell. They're a big part of the cycling scene here in Perth, and yeah, as you can see, they their friendships go beyond the bike here in Perth, and and that's what we're all about here at the Amateur Hour. So yeah, there's uh. The winter racing season coming up for us and there's the CX scene which has kicked off with a massive bang and we can't wait to see them at the races and talk a bit of trash and, and drink a few cold ones with them. Yeah, hopefully after the races, not during. So yeah, Swaino, that was a fantastic day having a chat to those boys. Yeah, it really was. You know, they're really a couple of welcoming guys. It was evident in the chat, but also just the fact that um Josh opened up his house to us, um, invited us in. We sat down, we had a couple of drinks and uh, and a chat with them. And, you know, we've, we've found the same experience with them in races and out on the bike. So, you know, they, they come across this way and that's that's how they do portray it out there on the bike too. So really nice guys. Like you said, we um, we saw Luke and Ash at the, the CX on Saturday nights. Your first race in the cyclocross Alistair at Gloucester Park. Um, what did you think about it? Yeah, yeah, really cool. Um, I've been waiting a little while to, to do it after the, after the chat with Stu and Ash. And, um, yeah, just so good to do something really technical. And, yeah, on a different, different bike as well, the CX bike. And, yeah, build up my confidence. And 
I think it was what 30, 35 minutes and average heart rate of 160. And yeah, just, yeah, that's the training blocks that you want. And then, yeah, just the company that was there was brilliant and seeing some familiar faces and also seeing about, yeah, 20 or 30 kids on their little, little single speeds or their little balance bikes being pushed around by their parents. Um, yeah, it was a great night and I'm looking forward to many more CX races this season. Yeah, great. Yeah, it was cool. And you referred to um, our chat with Stu and Ash. So if listeners are interested, go back and listen to our first episode of season three called uh, Get WACXed. Um, we had a good chat with the organisers of the cyclocross scene in Perth. A uh, really good bunch of guys, like you said, really hard racing. Uh, that 30, 40 minutes is just flat out uh, technical stuff, twists and turns, big smiles. Um, it was it was fantastic. And the kits, you know, we talked to Swannies about um, about kits and they were rocking their fantastic Turamags kit uh, <laughs> from what I saw. But the range of kits out there is sensational at the CX. They've got another level. Yeah. Yeah, very family-orientated. And, yeah, that was round one of the Numbat Cup. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's a seven-round, I believe, season this year. And the next one's coming up just before seven. And, yeah, listeners will be there again. And if you haven't yet made your debut on the grass and the sand and the mud, then what are you waiting for? Uh, we've got, yeah, seven. Then that's probably our next major event coming up in, in May. And, yeah, we're training on the weekends on the gravel and we're looking – yeah, we're – looking better than what we were about four weeks ago before we jumped on the gravel, mate. Yeah, correct. Yeah, like you said, we're, we're deep in training for seven at the moment. So it's either um, hills on the weekend or gravel hills. So we're going to come in pretty strong. We've got a good bunch of guys heading. Um, we look at what, mid-May, isn't it? So still a few weeks to go, but, yeah, enjoying everything we're doing. And the, the CX racing is giving us a little freshen up on the, the skills of handling a, a bike drifting out underneath you, which has been really cool. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Sweet. And, yeah, jumping ahead without giving away too much listeners, our next episode is with, yeah, the MLA of Thornley, and there's a federal election poking its head around the corner very soon as well. And we discuss a lot of things bike and, and also operational things as well, which influence the bike scene here in Perth. So, listeners, definitely stay tuned over the next fortnight after you've gone through the back catalogue and checked out the the uh, episode of being here in the in the box this season. So, yes, I know. How can listeners fill up their podcast cup even more over the next couple of weeks? Yeah, like you said, go back and listen to um, to the episode we've put out already. Do have a listen to the nutrition episode. There was a lot of really helpful stuff in that one. Um, listen to WACX, register for the events on there, and then you know go back through season two. We had a really popular episode last year. We called uh, Crash Culture. And with the races coming up soon with the winter series, like you said, it'd be great for people just to to get those thoughts back in their head about how to um, to ride safely in a, in a bunch and in a race. Uh, we don't want to see anyone getting hurt. So if you've gone through this season stuff already, go back and have a listen to a few of those. Um, other than that, we, you know, let's plug the, um, the Swannies bunch rides they did mention in the pod. We'll mention it again here. Uh, Wednesday, 5.45 from the motorbike car park on the city side of the Narrows. That's their uh, their Wednesday bunchy. And what cheeky boy coffee afterwards. And on a Monday morning, they have an easy spin 6am from the Narrows. So get along, um, you know, fish out Josh or Luke or, you know, if you don't know any of the guys, just introduce yourself. They're all really easy to talk to. Uh, make yourself known. And Absolutely. And yeah, listeners, for us, We'd love you to jump on to Spotify or Apple, leave us a rating. And, yeah, if you're a club out there and you're inspired by Swanee's story today and, and you've got a story that you want to share or your brand that you want to put out there to the, to the scene here in Perth, get in touch with us. And we're always looking for, yeah, episode ideas and to also just promote, yeah, what, what we're all building here in Perth, which is our wonderful cycling scene. Yeah, absolutely. Get in touch through Instagram is the best way. Um, so DM us on Instagram if you have anything you want to add. And if, like Al said, if you want to get on the pod, we're happy to have a chat. Awesome. Well, this was fun. Let's let's 
lock ourselves in again in another couple of weeks. Stay tuned for that one, listeners. Really appreciate your support tuning in again. And, yeah, hope to see you out on the bike at any one of the upcoming events very soon. Great. Cheers, we'll leave it there, Al. Yep, thanks for that, mate. Appreciate it. Enjoy, listeners.